Bismillah, velhamdülillah, ve salatu All praise is due to Allah, the knowing creator. From Surah Al-A'raf, it is he who created you from one soul, and created from it its mate, that he might dwell in security with her. We praise him with a praise of the grateful, and we seek his forgiveness with the atonement of the repentant, and we ask him for his great favor, for he is the most magnanimous, most generous, the beneficent, the merciful. Allah made the affection between spouses as a sign of his lordship and godship. From Surah Rum, and of his signs is that he created for you from yourselves mates that you may find tranquility in them, and he placed between you affection and mercy. Indeed, in that are signs for a people who give thought. His Prophet ﷺ was the best of people towards the people, and the most conscious of Allah Almighty, and the most genuine in advising, and the best towards his family. And he urged establishing good marital relations, and safeguarding the rights, and fulfilling the obligations, and bearing responsibilities. So be conscious of Allah Almighty, and fulfill the rights, and beware of shortchanging them, for fulfillment tomorrow will be the good deeds or bad deeds. From Surah Al-Mudathir, every soul for what it has earned will be retained. And the Prophet ﷺ said, rights will be given their due, such that the hornless sheep would get its claim from the horned sheep. Allah established the relationship between the spouses based on affection and mercy. Thus, each one is a source of tranquility, relief, and cover for the other, sharing private matters, safeguarding secrets, protecting each other's interests in their absence, bringing good to one another, and warding off harm from one another. This is the basic principle in marriage. So when the situation turns to plotting and deception and striving to harm one another, this becomes contrary to the purpose of marriage. Then parting ways is a, in a good manner is better than incurring sins. And considering that the decision to divorce rests with the husband and that he is stronger than the woman, his harming her is more serious than her harming him. That is why the Prophet ﷺ emphasized preserving the rights of the woman and the prohibition in the Quranic verses against harming is directed to men and not to women. And there are many incidents of husbands harming wives, whether they are knowledgeable or ignorant of it. And harming the wife has multiple forms. From the forms of harming the wife is the for the husband to retain her while he does not really want her. And he does not fulfill her rights that are due upon him. And he forces her to relieve herself through khulur. She initiates divorce and relinquishes the dowry. And this is not done except by the most despicable of men. They exploit their strength over women. Allah Almighty said in this regard from Surah An-Nisa, 
and do not make difficulties for them in order to take back part of what you gave them unless they commit a clear immorality. Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, said in interpreting this verse that it pertains to a man who harms a woman whose companionship he hates so that she seeks to get out of the marriage by foregoing the mahr, the dowry that he owes her. And the basic principle is that the woman owns the dowry that the man, the husband, gave her, and it is not permissible for him to take it back, except if she is at fault, and if she is the one who hates her husband, and in that regard is Allah Almighty's words from Surah Al-Baqarah. And it is not lawful for you to take anything of what you have given them, unless both fear that they will not be able to keep within the limits of Allah. But if you fear that they will not keep within the limits of Allah, then there is no blame upon either of them concerning that by which she ransoms herself. These are the limits of Allah. So do not transgress them. And whoever transgresses the limits of Allah, it is those who are the wrongdoers. And it is the acceptable khudar, divorce requested by the wife, in which the wife dislikes her husband due to his appearance or character or religion, and she fears that she will not be able to obey Allah Almighty regarding him. And from the forms of harming the wife is to prolong her waiting period. That is, he divorces her because he does not want her. Then, when the waiting period is almost over, he takes her back to agonize her or to extract her wealth or for some other despicable purpose. And the people in the pre-Islamic era used to do this. So Allah Almighty sternly prohibited this, as indicated in the verse from Surah Al-Baqarah, and when you divorce women, and they have nearly fulfilled their term, either retain them according to acceptable terms, or release them according to acceptable terms, and do not keep them intending harm to transgress against them. And whoever does that has certainly wronged himself. And do not take the verses of Allah in jest. And a form of harming the wife is to keep her in limbo, so he neither retains her, fulfilling her rights, nor does he divorce her so that she can marry someone else, especially if she stays silent about her situation due to her weakness or the absence of her family or her not having a supporter. And there are women who stay in limbo for years and rather decades, so her life is wasted by being in limbo, and she will be counted as married, while in reality she does not have a husband. And from the forms of harming the wife is to deny her her rights of financial support, housing, and marital relations. So she, t so he turns her for what she needs in terms of financial support to someone else, and he is responsible for her. And the Prophet ﷺ said, It is sufficient sin for a man that he neglects those whom he is responsible for sustaining. And his falling short in regard to intimate relations opens the gates of haram forbidden for her. So if he desires her, he should give her her rights. And if he does not desire her, then he should release her with acceptable treatment so that Allah Almighty can bestow her with another husband who will give her her rights. Rather, 
if he had forsaken intimate relations with her for the sake of worship, he would have been disobedient to Allah and fallen short regarding her rights. And the Prophet ﷺ disapproved of Uthman bin Mad'un, may Allah be pleased with him, neglecting and falling short in his wife's rights. And he ﷺ said to him, Be conscious to Allah, Uthman, your wife has a right upon you. And Salman al-Farisi disapproved of Abu Darda. May Allah be pleased with them both, striving in worship and neglecting his wife's rights, and said to him, Indeed, your Lord has a right upon you, and yourself has a right upon you, and your family has a right upon you. So give each the right they are due. Then the Prophet ﷺ said, Salman has told the truth. And Umar bin Shaba narrated that al-Sha'bi, that, that Ka'b bin Sur was sitting with Umar bin al-Khattab, and a woman came and said, O leader of the faithful, I have never seen a man better than my husband. By Allah, he spends his nights in prayer and his days in fasting. So Umar supplicated to Allah to forgive her, and then he praised her. Then the woman became bashful and got up and left. Then Kaab said, O leader of the faithful, did you sow enmity between the woman and her husband? Umar responded, In what way? Kaab replied, She came to complain about him. If he worships in this manner, then when will he have time for her? So Umar sent for her husband. When he came, he said to Kaab, Judge between them, for you understand from their matter from her matter what I did not understand. Kaab said, I see that it is as if he has three wives and she is the fourth. So I decree that he has three nights and days to worship and she has a full night and day. So Umar responded, By Allah, your first conclusion is not more astonishing to me than your second one. I appoint you as judge over the people of Basra. And in another narration, then Umar said, You are a good judge. Ibn Qudama, may Allah have mercy upon him, said, Intimate relations with one's wives are obligatory with one's wife are obligatory for the man if he does not have an excuse. And from the form of harming the wife is to perform the forbidden with her, especially if he compels her in that regard, such as intercourse during menstruation or in her rear. For he harms her physically, just as he harms her religion. And it is not permissible for her to obey him in a forbidden matter. And Allah Almighty said from Surah Al-Baqarah, And they ask you about menstruation. Say, it is harm, so keep away from wives during menstruation. And do not approach them until they are pure. And when they have purified themselves, then come to them from where Allah has ordained for you. Indeed, Allah loves those who are constantly repentant and loves those who purify themselves. And it was related in the hadith, Cursed is the one who has intercourse with a woman in her rear. So husbands must be conscious and mindful of Allah Almighty with regards to their wives and discharging their rights. For the Prophet ﷺ enjoined kind treatment of them in the farewell hajj, saying, I enjoin good treatment of women, for they are captives with you.
That is, she is confined by the marital constraints. And the Prophet ﷺ repeated this advice particularly in his last days. And it is a binding commandment for all Muslims. O people, a man is obliged to, le- to learn the rights that are due upon him for his wife, so that he does not unknowingly harm her. And how many a husband is immersed in sin and injustice regarding his interactions with his wife, and he thinks that he is just, fair, and kind. And the reason for that is ignorance about the rights and thinking too well of oneself. And the believer always returns to the truth, even if the truth comes to him from somebody else, whether a son, a wife, or a sister, For he looks at the truth and does not look at the one saying it. And this is the one who is saved from wrongdoing and losing others' rights. O Allah, grant us knowledge of our religion and acting upon it. Make us among those who properly discharge all the rights due upon us. Indeed, you are all hearing, answering. Hada wa salatu salam ala rasulillah.